Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. Yes, you are hearing it. It is a podcast. I'm back after a little bit of a hiatus. Still going through life things, but whatever. I've got a topic today, and let's do this. So, welcome to the show that is like a walk in the park. Exhausting. Uh, But it's a good time. It'll make you feel better, and it's good for you, so do it. Uh, today is my birthday, 32 years old. I am, I am a chipper young man. <laughs> that is, uh, uh, I don't submit to the whole like, oh, I'm getting old thing because I still feel like I'm 18. Um, a little bit out of shape, but that's fixable. It's totally fine. I'm not worried about that. It's all good. Still feel feel pretty spry. So I'm gonna go to work. I've got some presentations to show today. I got some stuff I gotta finish. So I'm going to be heads down in that, and um, I'm going to be, yeah, just just killing it today. That's that's what I feel. I'm going to ride high on all the love, even the Facebook love, where you know people are just like "Happy birthday" and that's it, and they didn't actually remember your birthday. They're just saying it because it's on there. But that's fine. I give them credit for that because I do the same thing. So I don't really worry about it. I'm not I'm not worried about the nuances of friendship. If you want to be a friend, that's awesome. Welcome. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about the level of friend friending, which is maybe another topic for another day. I think people get really petty when it comes to friendships. But um, today I share a birthday with the likes of Gwyneth Paltrow, Lil Wayne, uh, Avril Lavigne, Mike Schmidt, which is a big one for me, being a Phillies fan, and um, Meatloaf, who apparently will do anything for love, but he won't do that, which I... I'm pretty sure that is butt stuff. That's my best guess. Um, speaking of butt stuff, today I wanted to talk about love. And that's the reason I'm doing a podcast today, because love is a very big topic. It's a very broad topic. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of misconceptions. There, And I am no expert when it comes to love. I definitely am not. But I've seen enough shit versions of love to be able to at least offer a little bit of advice or a little bit of my own thoughts rather not really advice yeah I'm not telling you what to do or what not to do as it pertains to love per se though I might actually do that depending on how it comes out but my intention is to sort of share my experiences and share the values that I have when it comes to to love and relationships and not just not just romantic relationships but I want to talk about it in the cadence of friendships, uh, family, misconceptions of love. Sometimes you get sort of cases of people who are sacrificing themselves in the name of love, uh, which is unhealthy, Uh, other unhealthy aspects of love, whatever I can think of, because I'm sort of doing this off the cuff, but I've been thinking about this a lot lately because there's things that I'm going through, and uh, I think throughout the podcast I'll talk about that as well a little bit. I don't want to dive too deep, but I'll at least let you guys know what exactly is going on in my life right now, because it does pertain to love, and I think it's important. So, um, with that, let's start the show. Drums, Love. 
Ah, what a topic. <laughs> I picked the doozy today. There's going to be a lot to go through. Um, and it might be a bit unorganized. I was trying to think of ways to like parse this out, um, but uh, I'll likely just free flow it and see how it goes. Um, so love is a very, very broad topic in the sense that there's a lot of misconceptions about it. There is a lot of um, misrepresentation of it in in media, in music, in games, in whatever. Um, I honestly think a lot of games and music do it a lot better than most situations. Like music, I feel, often represents more of the pure raw emotion that comes with it. Uh, and then video games tend to talk about, or at least games these days, tend to tell stories that are a little bit more in line with the actualities of love. You think of older games, though, they talk about more of the guy saves the girl sort of thing. Um, but I'm talking about more modern situations, something like Firewatch, where it's a bit more of a complicated situation where, you know, a guy is clearly falling for someone, but he's in a relationship already. And that's a little bit closer to reality because that stuff happens all the time. Uh, and, and what do you do with that? There's a lot as it pertains to marriage and when do you push through and when do you give up? Um, that stuff's tricky too because there's no real one answer. It isn't an always you push through thing and it isn't always a you give up sort of thing. It really is circumstantial. Um, when does love turn into abuse? When does love turn into a situation where somebody is really like laying their self on a sword for your benefit? That doesn't help them. It doesn't help the other person. It just makes them feel bad and feel guilty. Um, when is love practical? You know, um, you could feel an intense love for somebody, but realize that you may not be able to marry them or spend an extended amount of time with them because they just don't have their shit together. Like they're not going to be a good practical partner. I mean, if you're showing that you're able to grow together, maybe you can become that a little bit better. But at, and really, if you're young, I guess you have more time to figure that out. Um, but there is the practical side when it comes to at least marriage and relationships. Uh, when it comes to friends and family, it's a little bit more, um, a little bit more of a give, give, give situation. You know, you're not, there, there are a little bit more expectations at a lot of family units and family situations, uh, which often hurt things more than helps. Uh, I think when you really love and care for somebody, you just want to give to them. You appreciate who they are as a person and not really appreciate them for the things that they do or don't do for you. And I think that's when love becomes tricky, when you start to mix expectations. Oh, this person's got a really great, like, flowery car and, like, purple hair. She's awesome. <laughs> She's really showing her boldness. Um, so I appreciate her. I don't even know her. She's awesome. Um, but it's easy to... It's easier to love somebody than you think it is, and often we muddy it up with preconceived notions of what relationships should be, or what marriage should be, or what family unit should be, what, what we should do to each other. Sometimes you're standoffish and don't actually help in ways that you should. Um, there are certain expectations when it comes to family situations. Uh, I think if you have, have kids that need help, you should be able to help them. If you have parents that need help, you should be able to do your best to help them. And, and not sacrifice your well-being and your help to do that. Uh, that's part of love as well. If, the, if there's mutual love and respect, the other person wouldn't allow you to do that. Uh, and that's 
also tricky because every situation is different. All the circumstances are different. So that's kind of like the overview. I think love in general is hard to describe because it's such a strong feeling and it's so represented throughout history and throughout pop culture as something that is so indescribable. And it really is um, when you find that real genuine good feeling when it comes to positive communication and support for each other and being there for one another and being wanting to be in each other's presence without expectations and without arguing over every little thing. Um, so there are a lot of unhealthy um, aspects of love, but first I want to kind of dive into, so that, that was kind of the overview of the things that I would like to get to. Hopefully I do and I can remember to, but you know, we can elaborate on those. If there's any topic that I just discussed that we don't get to, call in and we'll elaborate uh, next. So what does it really mean to love someone? I don't know. The end. <laughs> uh, no. Um, what does it really mean to love someone? Does it, does it mean sacrificing yourself? I don't think so. I think loving someone is, is, is finding value in someone, not just for yourself and helping you grow as a person, but finding value in another person for their growth and who they are as a person. Uh, seeing their potential or seeing who they are now and appreciating the things that they like, their ideals, their dreams, their passions, their skills, their face sometimes. <laughs> um, sometimes that physical beauty can lead to learning more about their personality and who they are. Uh, you know, appreciating them for the challenges they've gone through and the, the growth that they've shown. Um, for the respect that they show other people. Uh, some people have different values when it comes to that sort of thing. But I think we all appreciate as people someone who is kind of a similar or greater intelligence than we are, somebody who is compassionate and who is loving. Uh, I think everyone has different love languages, which we can also talk about, um, to show affection towards other people. And sometimes those things don't line up. But when they line up, it's much, much easier to show affection and to love who they are, to appreciate them as a person and what they offer in life. I think when those love languages line up, whether it comes to serving someone, um, you know, taking care of them, doing things for them, some people appreciate that, some people appreciate gifts, some people appreciate connections and um, deeper meaning and deeper conversations, some people appreciate uh, the practical side, you know, somebody... Somebody will find love in just appreciating the money they have. <laughs> as much as we give crap for uh, gold digging from uh, or um, sugar mama situations <laughs> to make it even, um, some people are fine with that. Some people can find love in that sort of thing. Uh, you know, I, I, there is no real one ideal version of love. I don't think. I don't know. I know what my version of love is. I know that I appreciate good communication. I appreciate higher level thinking and discussions. I appreciate a show of intelligence. I've always been, and from a romantic standpoint, I've always been very, very attracted to intelligent, strong women. That has been my jam since forever. <laughs> um, like the whole like short skirt, long jacket vibe uh, that I've been from, from the song uh, by Cake 
like describes it pretty well. <laughs> um, and but but without you know with with kindness mixed in with um, you know someone who has their own things that they love to do. You know they don't they're not sacrificing their individualism for the sake of love. Um, they are able to love but continue to be themselves and to continue to grow as themselves and that's what I appreciate in a person um, and I think everyone's everyone's situation is going to be different everyone's going to want different things from different people though I think I think the commonality is that we want someone in our lives family friends co-workers people that we love and appreciate who are kind whatever our version of that is intelligent whatever that version of our version of that is um, and you know compassionate some people appreciate empathy more than others I definitely appreciate empathy uh, I, I, because I can empathize with that and <laughs> uh, there are try not to laugh at my jokes so much but I guess I don't know whatever some people might find it cute <laughs> and love me for that I um, I have no shame or no walls when it comes to love uh, you know, I love my friends, I love my female friends, I love my male friends. Uh, I am able to love without the expectation of sexual reciprocation, you know? I think that becomes a barrier for a lot of people. Um, they're not able to go into that without it being a thing. Like a lot of dudes in particular, young guys who are doing the whole nice guy syndrome thing, they'll look at a woman, they'll appreciate them, they'll love them. And if it doesn't work for them personally, then they say, fuck them, they're the worst. And that's not love then. That's not real appreciation if, you're get, if you get mad at it when you don't get what you want. Um, and I think with that, we can lean into the unhealthy stuff. Do, do, do. Love can often become unhealthy when we ask a little bit too much in too many situations what's in it for me. I think there should always be a little bit of that because particularly when it comes to the practical side, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to a relationship, even with family, there should be some little bit of like, what's in it for me. It's not, a, not as an excuse to love someone because that love should come without that expectation, but sort of the maintenance of love, I should say, there should be a continued respect and appreciation and if you're not getting that then you have to really ask yourself like what's in it for me anymore because if you're not loving the person that's really when it when that it, that becomes you have to take stock and audit that situation um, you know it, it becomes unhealthy when the person throughout the relationship is continuously asking what's in it for me and not really giving you know they're not they're not giving from a place of love they're not giving at all sometimes uh, and they're just often asking or trying to take from you and try to drain from you um, what they feel love should be to them and it's often again I've talked about this in the past but it's often a representation of their own insecurity a lot of the times they don't feel very confident in themselves so they project it on you and they create higher expectations of you as a person to express the love that they want which is often an unrealistic expectation, something that is not satiated. Often, mutual love between people is the easiest and the most genuine, I feel, when both parties 
or all parties, depending on your situation, are confident with themselves and they're not asking for validation from the other person. I don't need someone else to tell me I'm great. I appreciate that someone else tells me I'm great, but I also feel that I'm great. Therefore, when somebody else tells me that, I'm more likely to believe them <laughs> because I also believe it. And if, if it was a situation where somebody was trying to tell me I'm great and I say, you don't mean that, that doesn't help anything. That just makes the other person's job harder because they want to express how much they love you and you keep swatting them away. And that's not good. That doesn't lead anywhere. That leads to exhaustion. That leads to frustration. That leads to the person who is trying to express themselves feeling like they're not able to express themselves properly and they're not able to meet the expectations of the other person because they love them and they want to show them that they care. But if you can never, ever, ever satiate that expectation, it's just running on a treadmill forever. And that doesn't help anyone. It doesn't get anyone anywhere. So really loving someone starts with you. Because if you can't love yourself, and as super cliche as that sounds, if you can't love yourself, then how can you allow someone else to love you? Like other people will love you because they see the value in who you are as a person. They'll often be able to see past your faults. They'll be able to see past your insecurities. But if you are not able to appreciate yourself and who you are, then you're not gonna be able to accept that love. And you're not gonna be, you're not gonna continue to grow as a person that people are, that more people are gonna be willing to love. I hope that makes sense. But often unhealthy relationships and unhealthy perspectives of love come from within. It comes from yourself. It comes from your lack of, of, of appreciation for who you are as a person. Because if you were to stand up for yourself and stop trying to lay yourself on the line for another person and sacrifice yourself for who you are for the sake of them, when they clearly either want to be somewhere else or they don't have the energy to deal with you anymore or that they just need to... <clears throat> They just need to be appreciated. Everybody wants to be appreciated. And everybody wants to... You know, I lost my train of thought a little bit. I kind of got mixed in my own shit. <laughs> but um, basically, you know, don't let your insecurities get in the way of, of finding love. I think you need to take stock of who you are and improve that so that you can, you can grow and allow people to love you because... Unhealthy relationships, unhealthy love comes from you. One unhealthy habit I've had in the past when it comes to love is sacrificing myself. Like feeling like I'm putting myself on the line for the other person. Um, it's really just another excuse to not grow. It's, it's, it's saying I'm pushing through or I'm sacrificing myself or I'm letting you have a happy life so that I don't have to grow as a person. Uh, I've done that in the past and it's not a great feeling. It's not a great feeling 10 years from now, until 10 years from then, I should say. Uh, you know, there was a past relationship where I, you know, there's a strange sense of validation because she's having a good life and she's better. Um, but because of my depression and 
all of my insecurities that I was dealing with as a young man, I would often just say that I'm not worthy of it, that I'm not worthy of someone loving me. I'm not worthy of someone wanting to marry me and be with me and the affection that I've been given. And it really hasn't been until I've allowed myself to be worthy of that, that I've really allowed myself to accept and to seek the real kinds of love that I feel like I need and want in life. Um, I feel like more than ever, and the reason I'm doing this podcast is that I'm able to better define what I feel love is, what I would need from love, what I would like love to be, and have a healthy understanding of my role in a love situation. Um, and sometimes that does involve some sense of sacrifice. I wouldn't say sacrifice. That's not the best way to put it. You know, there's there's like sacrifice always sounds like like a pity move. You know, like you're you're trying to gain some sort of sympathy from some other person, and it's another plea to try to get someone to make you feel better about yourself. But again, the only thing that you can do is make yourself feel better. Um, and but what I'm really trying to transition to is is the fact that sometimes you have to realize when that love isn't there anymore. That's why it's important to define it, to define it for yourself so that you you can know when you're taken advantage of or when somebody is not appreciating you in the ways that, that you would really like. I think, I mean, there's a very real reason that the 50% divorce rate exists. Uh, I think there are a lot of poor perceptions of what marriage is of what relationships are, what they should be. There's a lot of people fighting on TV, and a lot of people feel like fighting is the way that you're supposed to show that you care for the other person. And that's just horseshit. Pardon my language. I've said it, I've cursed a couple times. I don't know why I decided to say it there. But <laughs> um, I think it's super important to take stock in who you are and what you want in love so that you can actually properly tune yourself to get that. And sometimes that involves having to let go of a situation. For me, I'm going through a divorce right now. And I was, I felt like it wasn't a situation that was working for me and the love languages that I speak. And the, I don't think I matched up to what her love languages are. And I think we both have a lot of things to grow and learn from to get the kind of love that we want individually. Um, and I respect her, and I love her, and I care for her as a person, and I'll be here for her in whatever ways that I can be. But I can't, fortunately, I can't, unfortunately, I can't allow myself to continue down that path because it wasn't healthy for me, it's not healthy for um, my perception of love, I don't feel like it's genuine love, and... I wanted to move on. So I think sometimes after you're able to learn more about yourself, to respect yourself and appreciate who you are, you're able to move the pieces in place that you need to, to get to the place that you really want to be. Um, and that's going to be difficult because you're going to grow strong attachments and, you know, separating love 
the emotional side of love and the practical side of love is very, very difficult. We get tied to it in nostalgia, we get tied to ideals, and it's hard to let go, but sometimes, sometimes it helps us find a better situation. So love really is a two-way street in all senses of the word, in all contexts. You have to give love and you have to allow it. You have to allow it to come to you. If you're deflecting people's love, then they're not going to want to love you anymore. <laughs> that just takes too much effort. You know, love is, love is easy. Love is easy when you allow it. When you can find people that genuinely care for you, and find people who are not just reciting words, people who are really talking to you and listening to you and appreciating you and showing little signs of affection or just thinking about you and, and putting you at top of mind in different situations. That's what love is. You know, love is about respecting people and thinking about them and caring about them and just being there, being a friend, being a friend first and foremost in like the non-petty way and being a friend by listening and caring, which is why I've loved my friends here on Anchor. Everyone's really great. People check up on me. Um, I don't prompt them to. They're on the other side of the world. They don't have to give a shit, but they do. And that's amazing to me. Some people hear my words and it's helped them. And to me, that's incredible. Uh, but I, I do also believe that I have value in some sense, which is why I do this in the first place. And that allows me to appreciate that love, to take it in. Because not only do I believe to at least a minimum what they're saying, but then I could take that and compound it onto what they're actually saying and really, really help it build me as a person that continues to love myself. Um, you know, the, the, when people are praising me with my projects at work, it keeps me going. Because sometimes you're going to have those hard days. And that's really why you keep those people around so that when you're not able to love yourself, they can love you. And that helps you. That helps you grow as a person. You know, I think it's easy to feel like we're going crazy sometimes. Uh, you know, when we're going through depressive episodes, manic episodes, a lot of difficulties in life. Uh, you know, growing that army of love is important so that they can help pick us up when we fall getting a little emotional <laughs> but it, it's true you know I'm really grateful for the people that I have in my life and I love them and I care for them I think I think I can allow the right kinds of love in my life because I set the proper boundaries I don't let people run me over I don't let people abuse me I no longer will allow anyone to confuse love with their sense of control or to try to use me as a conduit to satiate their needs. They need to help themselves and no amount of love is going to help them help themselves. It's like a drug addict cannot get better unless they choose to get better. You can't make them. You can't restrain them. They will die or they will, you know, they will, they will die from, um, what's the word? I guess dependence. I don't remember what the word really is, but um, just 
they have to take responsibility and you have to allow it. You know, you can't, and, and you as a person, you have to allow that love to come to you. Now I'm being redundant, I'm repeating myself, but essentially that's what I'm getting at is it's a two-way street. You gotta love, you gotta give love, and you gotta take love. And you give, give, give all that you can because there's no time for pettiness. There's no time for nonsense and insecurities. We're adults now. We gotta work through that stuff. We gotta get better. We gotta we gotta try to appreciate every time, every second we've got. Because these are the only seconds we've got. These last few minutes, these last 20 minutes that I've spent talking about this, it's being recorded and people will listen to it over and over again. But my recording this will never happen again. This moment, this second, this moment, and this moment, and this moment, and this moment will never happen again. So you need to take stock in that. You need to appreciate that and demand the right love in life. So I think I'm going to end it there for the official podcast. But if you want to call in, let's chat about it. Rival my design on all the social channels. And on that note, I'll talk to you guys later.